0: And now on Bank Holiday Monday, the comedy that's sure to put a smile on your face. We present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. <laughs> The piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton.
1: Hello, and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us for a second visit to Bristol's Hippodrome Theatre. What's funny about that? (laughs) The city of Bristol is rightly proud of its architectural heritage. Nestling on College Green is found Bristol Cathedral, which is Britain's finest example of a hall church, and is noted for its stained glass. Although it's nothing a quick rub-over with Winderlein won't fix. <laughs> the original building was founded in 1140 by Robert Fitzharding, ancestor to the Earls of Berkeley. It was this family that later formed the famous Barclay Hunt, whose activities have recently been curtailed by the new law banning rhyming slang. (laughs) Bristol is rightly proud of its association with Isambard Kingdom Brunel, who celebrated for creating SS Great Britain, the UK branch of the German Ex-Servicemen's Club. (laughs) Burney also designed the Clifton Suspension Bridge completed in 1864 locals were amazed to see construction workers hanging over the side in baskets high above the gorge and it was later decided they looked better planted with geraniums <laughs> The sculptor Edward Hodges Bailey was born in Bristol in 1788 he's best known for his 16 foot figure of Lord Nelson a project which after two years of stone carving it was nearly a disaster when Bailey slipped and knocked the left arm off. <laughs> he was just about to start all over again when by a wonderful stroke of luck, <laughs> Nelson had the same limb ripped off by a cannonball. Let's meet the teams) They are, on my left, Barry Cryer and Graham Garden. <laughs> and on my right, Tim Brooke Taylor and Jeremy Hardy. <laughs> and a warm welcome, please, for the lady who scores wherever we go, the ever-fragrant Samantha. Okay, we begin with an educational round this week called Uxbridge English Dictionary, which examines the subtleties of difference in meaning between apparently similar terms. For example, there are many people who don't know the difference between snooker and pool. Well, in snooker, two players compete to score points by potting 15 red balls, followed by another six balls of different colours and value, whereas in pool, elderly folk in bungalows read knitting patterns. (laughs) But the words we use every day are constantly changing their meaning, so I'd like you, please, teams, to share any new definitions you may have spotted recently. Tim, you can start. Problematic, a disastrous loft
0: conversion. (laughs) Very. Aggregate, farming scandal.
2: (laughs) Jeremy? Feckless, celibate in Ireland. Pubescent. Intimate deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) Prolapse. In favour of having your dinner in front of the telly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Catharsis. Bums on seats at mass. Stifling, Scottish dance for pigs. (laughs) Dip song, fondue underwear.
2: (laughs) Fallacy, amusingly shaped. Muggery, the study of insects.
0: <laughs> Rambling, jewelry for sheep.
2: <laughs> Tissues, important matters in Yorkshire. <laughs> worm cast,
1: downloadable
2: worm. <laughs>
0: Definite. I can't hear, man.
2: <laughs> Shambolic, false testicle.
0: <laughs> Bacchanalian to bet on an outsider in the space race. <laughs>
1: Okay, the teams are going to sing along now with a selection of well known discs in the round called Pick Up Song. Record researcher Samantha is poised at the turntable now and ready to give the discs a spin. You should sing along teams until at my signal, Samantha turns the volume down to nothing. If when the music returns you're within a Nat's crotchet of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean prizes. Well, it's good night for me. <laughs> This week's prize is just the thing to stop pets from cluttering up your house. It's this attractive mahogany cat stand. (laughs) Tim, you're to start, and I'd like you to accompany Buddy Holly singing Peggy Sue. If you knew Peggy Sue, then you'd know why I feel blue without Peggy. My Peggy Sue. Oh well, I love you,
0: girl.
1: Yes, I love you, Peggy Sue. <laughs> Peggy Sue, Peggy Sue. Oh, how my heart yearns for you, oh Peggy, my Peggy Sue.
2: <laughs> oh well, I love you, girl. Yes, I love you, Peggy Sue. Oh well, I love you, Peggy Sue. <laughs>
1: Okay, you're next, Barry. I'd like you to accompany Johnny Cash singing I Walk the Line.
0: I got no chance. I keep a A close close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds. Because you're mine, I walk the line.
1: 5, 26 27,
0: I find it very very easy to be, true. to be true I find myself alone when each day is through yes I'll admit that I'm a fool for you because you're mine I walk the line oh.
1: You now, Jeremy. That was the next (laughs) Would you accompany Andy Williams singing Feelings?
2: Okay. (laughs) Feelings. Nothing. Nothing more than feelings. Trying to forget my feelings of love. <laughs> Teardrop <laughs> rolling down on my face. Trying to forget my feelings <laughs> of love. It's
0: more like Shirley Williams.
2: <laughs> I feel it I wish I'd never met you girl You'll never come again Or even fake it Feelings Whoa Feelings Whoa Feelings Wrong, Andy.
1: Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) Finally, would you, Graham, please accompany Bobby Darien singing Things? The rest of you can supply the chorus.
0: Every Every night night I sit sit here by my window, staring at the lonely avenue, avenue. Avenue. Watching lovers holding hands and laughing Laughing <laughs> And thinking about the things we used to do Thinking, thinking about things <laughs> I Like a I walk in the park Things. I like a kiss in the dark. Things. I like a sailboat ride. Yeah, yeah. What about the night we cried? Things like a lover's vow. Things that we don't do now. Thinking about the things do. we used to do.
1: <laughs> Time for some acting now with the round called Sound Charades. This game is based on the popular erstwhile TV show, Give Us a Clue, where players had to mime the titles of books or films against a strict time limit. It was played in silence, the teams were excellent, and the audience ecstatic. (laughs) Our version differs in just three respects. (laughs) The undoubted master was Lionel Blair, who used to work himself to a... He used to work himself to a frazzle, leaping up to be given his film titles on cards. Even when Lionel collapsed over the chairman's desk receiving the dirty dozen, he could st- <laughs> <laughs> He could still cope with the sting afterwards. Tim and Jeremy, you ought to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen. <laughs> and here's the mystery voice for listeners at home. Broke back mountain. Broke back mountain. Right, you're guessing this one, Barry and Graham, and off
2: you go, Tim and Jeremy. It's two words, and it's a film, a film and it's also but. a book. <clears throat> Which of you fat bastards did this to my camel? Uh. LAUGHTER Yes Uh, Not me, it must have been done by a straw It was you getting on the camel Climbing onto a straw It was the act of getting onto an animal to ride it (laughs) This isn't really about camels, is it? Not really
0: Is it the desert song? Yeah. yeah I think uh, the straw that broke the camel's back is probably the clue, isn't that it? That might be it, yeah. Yeah. We're just playing with them. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the listeners can't mounting, see that. Mounting the camel. <laughs> we think it's broke back mounting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right, your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title is now being exhibited on the laser display board, and here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. (coughs) Herbie goes
2: to Monte Carlo. Herbie goes to Monte Carlo.
0: Five words. Five words. Five Five words. words. It's a movie. Off you go. Uh, Hamish. Ah. (laughs) Dougal, you'll have had your tea. Well. Do you know? Yes, I have. I've been taking tea and honey with Mrs. Naughty. Shanks. Does, does she produce the honey herself? Oh, no, no. No, no, that's not nature's way. She's got... <laughs> she's, uh, she's got a hive on her allotment. Oh, oh I had one of those once. <laughs> Couldn't ride my bicycle for a fortnight. <laughs> mind you, Hamish, mind you, it is the smallest hive I've ever seen. You wouldn't think she'd get a whole swarm in there. She doesn't have a swarm, what? Dougal. Oh. She just has the one. Still Oh, well, that's funny. I haven't seen it around lately. No, 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 no. it's... No, it's away on its summer break. Oh, really? Really, where does hers go to? Well, it it has a timeshare in a holiday hive in Monaco. (laughs) Oh! Well, that explains everything. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye.
1: Um, To be or not to be?
2: Mm. Oh. Oh. Is it The Guns of Navarone? Ah. <laughs> Monte Carlo or bust. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, You're so warm. I was Monty's double. <laughs> <laughs> Swarm of the killer bees. In, in Monaco. Um, who oh. was who the owner of the bee? I wasn't listening. Keeper. Mrs. someone. Herbie gets stung by bees.
0: (laughs) You're nearly there. You're nearly there. Uh, Herbie goes to Monte... No. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I see it's again time for the handy hints section of the show, Mm. where the teams attempt to answer queries posed by our listeners. But first we have to clarify some confusion which arose from our explanation about how to discipline your children's untrained puppy. When we said you should pick the puppy up, take it around the house and say no at each location before carefully putting it down on an old newspaper, a surprising number of listeners thought we meant shoot it through the head. (laughs) (laughs) To to compensate, we're issuing free copies of our handy hints leaflet entitled 50 Ways to Remove Animal Blood from Curtains and Soft (laughs) Furnishings. This week's queries are all gardening-related, so teams, see how many of these problems you can resolve. Graham, we'll start with you. Can you answer this listener's question? Is there anything I can place at the entrance of a wasp's nest that is guaranteed to clear it?
0: Um, A sign saying, Tonight, live, (laughs) quote-unquote.
1: The answer is a bruised clove of garlic.
0: Good
2: heavens.
1: (laughs) Jeremy, now, here's a question for you. My children collect sheep's droppings. Could
2: they serve any purpose in the garden? Yes, if you tell them to stop picking up sheep shit and do some weeding.
1: (laughs) The answer is yes. Tell the children to put them in a hessian sack and to suspend the sack in a barrel of water. The water can then be used as a liquid fertiliser. Fertiliser is the word I said, just to (laughs) stop that man coming up at the uh,
0: Got stop guy he's not your out. son, he's the producer. <laughs> the visitors well, are coming in a minute. <laughs> Put your trousers on. <laughs> That's not funny, stop it. When I visit right. you, Barry, I'm going to look forward to it. <laughs>
1: Two now, Tim. Here's a question for you. <laughs> Yesterday I noticed some duckweed in my pond. Is there anything I can do about this? <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's nothing, uh, a giant hogweed on my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is remove the duckweed using an old colander or sieve. And finally, Barry, can you answer this gardener's friend? When sowing my seeds, I find many of the small ones stick to my hands. Is there an answer? Is there an answer, Stop it, you'll go deaf. The answer is keep your hands cool when sowing your seeds by running cold water over your wrists and then drying your hands thoroughly. Okay, here are some for any of you to have a go at. My mother always told me never to throw away eggshells because they were useful in the garden. How so?
0: This must be an old Chinese custom. How so?
1: (laughs) The answer is keep all your eggshells in a bucket of water. Remove the eggshells and water your geraniums. (laughs) Just throw the bloody things away. (laughs) When I was a child, I remember my grandmother stroking the weeds in her garden. Why might she have done this? Uh,
2: Loneliness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The answer is to kill them. If you wear a woolly glove over a rubber glove and dip your hand in weed killer, you can kill your plants by stroking them. And if you pull off the woolly glove with your teeth, you can kill yourself too. (laughs) And finally, how about this? My old mother used to spread seaweed on her beds. Why did she do
2: To attract sailors. Why did she
1: do (laughs) that? Because seaweed is a great fertiliser.
0: We often talk about this at my local Get a Life Club.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's music time again with a round called Just a Minim. This is a musical adaptation of the long-running Wildest favourite Just a Minute, hosted in a unique style by the irrepressible Nicholas Parsons. I never miss him. (laughs) The object here is to sing a song without hesitation, deviation, duplication, reiteration or repetition, while piano accompaniment is provided by Colin Sell. Now many may... Yeah, I quite agree. Now many may... (laughs) Many may think that Colin's live performances are a little staid, but his recent tour was just like Franz Ferdinand's. Every time Colin visited a town, someone tried to shoot him. And, <laughs> and then Russia invaded Austria-Hungary. Okay, the song I'd like you to sing with hesitation, rip- oh, I've said all that, is This Old House, and you can start this, Jeremy.
2: This soul house once knew his children. This derelict home at one time knew his wife. This ancient semi was... <sighs> Challenged by whoever's name is on this bit of paper here.
0: <laughs> a known no win, I think. Nona win, yes. Graham. Oh, a repetition of knew his. Oh, oh yeah. 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 This. Uh, yes, and F. Shaw. And this, Colin. <laughs>
1: Okay. you going to carry on either Graham or Tim or anybody else who. <laughs> well, I think Graham's successful Graham. challenge. Yeah, well, Graham. yeah, yeah.
0: This old house was home and comfort. You keep out of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the very same domicile provided home and comfort as they fought the storms of life. Uh, a particular previously
2: mentioned what? Challenge from Jeremy. Hesitation. Oh. Is this wise, Jeremy? No. Uh, I'm in too deep. I want (laughs) out. Carry on, Jeremy. Uh, That. (laughs) I did the decent thing. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Hesitation. What?
1: Are you challenging your own team?
2: I withdraw that challenge, and Jeremy can continue if he wishes. Sorry. Sorry. that (laughs) venerable?
0: Graham. Well, you can't withdraw a challenge, can you, without being penalised, surely?
2: Well, I was penalised with Jeremy going on singing. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have you know I get a special parking place because of my singing. (laughs) A hundred miles away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go on, Graham.
0: Graham. Ain't got ta- time to fix the jingles. Ain't got time to fix the floor.
2: I've what? Jim, sounds like a fix to me. Too many fixes. And two ain't got times. Oh, so Jeremy takes up. i <laughs> on, Jeremy. I uh, haven't the opportunity to mend the shingles. Uh, I'm too pushed to. <laughs> We get around uh... Barry
0: Deviation from all reality <laughs> <laughs> Barry.
2: Oh, hey, where are we, Cole? Ain't got time for all the hinges
0: We haven't We're... got time for your problems
2: <laughs> 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 just, just play it as best as <laughs> you can Jeremy. Hmm. Repetition of got time Yeah, oh. that's quite right Carry on, Jeremy <laughs> There isn't sufficient opportunity to oil the hinges nor to mend the window pane. I'm not uh, g- able to. Larry,
0: <laughs> He's hyperventilating.
2: <laughs> I'll be all right.
1: I quite agree. Carry on, Jeremy.
2: <laughs> I shan't be requiring this property.
1: Tim, deviation from any known tube. <laughs> Oh, soddy. <laughs> well, it's very nearly the end of the You don't <laughs> go <on. clears throat> I noticed it's very nearly the end of the show, but there's just time to fit in a round of snobbish film club. Samantha has heard that some people around here can be a bit hoity-toity, so she's nipping out now as she's keen to see if the town snobs really can be stuck up. <laughs> So, teams, while she's away, I'll ask you to suggest movie titles that might appeal to a snobbish audience. You can start this one, Jeremy. Henley V.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Leone's Potatoes. <laughs> the Italian Knob.
1: <laughs> one of our aircraft is missing. <laughs>
0: Ferris the butler's day off.
2: Half a sixpence, but we also let her use the car, and she's here to learn the language, so that's fair. (laughs) One flew
0: over the cuckoo's nest in one's private plane.
2: (laughs) Sun-dried tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. The cook, the thief, his wife and her lover all work for me.
0: Hello, doily. <laughs> Bring me the pedigree of Alfredo Garcia.
1: And so, ladies and gentlemen, as the penguins of time relieve themselves on the iceberg of eternity <laughs> and the greengrocer of destiny boots them out of the door... I noticed it's the end of the show, so from Samantha, the teams, myself, and the fine folk of Bristol, it's goodbye.
0: Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Jeremy Hardy, and Tim Brooke Taylor were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, and the producer was John Naismith. <laughs>